The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. competitive sometimes <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to riggles picks i'm rob riggle i'm sarah tiana with us as always is chandler and unfortunately gary could not be back again this week because he never left the bathroom <laughs> unreal he's still there friends and he world is record. he's gonna get that world record so we're very yeah. proud of him we're all pulling for him hang in there gary <laughs> you can win this one um and won't everybody be proud? Yeah, so proud. Yeah, well, they're going to have a parade for him if he if he pulls it off. Oh, wow. In his hometown of Sheboygan. <laughs> um, Sheboygan. So, friends, uh, welcome back to Riggles Picks. Uh, I am in the studio with no shirt on right now just because I felt like I needed to put the guns out there, put mm-hmm. them on display. Mm-hmm. Um, and there we have a uh, – this, this particular studio has uh, – windows and so there's a lot of fans outside the windows and they're looking in i think this is what they wanted you think that's what they want i'm pretty sure that's what they wanted. they just all put on blindfolds at the same time yeah. no, some people that, are throwing uh, up ha, 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 ha. Um, i think they heard the yellow speedo talk from the last episode oh, i didn't know it was yellow well yeah how are you gonna see my bush <laughs> when they throw the cold water on me if, you know, oh. if it's not a yellow speedo god guys Banana focus ham- jesus I'm sorry Banana hammock. Yes. That's why it's called a banana hammock, because yeah. it's yellow. And it says hot pistol on the back. <laughs> Guys, it's like we, it's like this is, you never heard this. Anyway, so everybody's out there. They're all waving. They got signs. I appreciate Hi. it. Um, and it's just great to be back. It's great to be back. Um, Chandler, uh, last week, I think I said something like, oh, you know. I forget what I said, but you, you looked at me. You're going to punch me in the face? No, no, but you, you looked at me and you went, oh, oh God. <laughs> Do you remember what that was attached to? I, you were talking about how great you were, I think. <laughs> I don't think that was it. Uh, but it was the reaction if I had been saying something like that. Just a disappointing. Just a, oh, it was so, she, the disgust in her face and the absolute defeat in her voice. I keep it real. You gotta. You're told. You're told you're great all the time. You, you gotta have someone. Real? I don't ever say I'm great. <laughs> Sexy, yeah. <laughs> oh right, sorry. If you say you're great, then you can't hear other people saying you're great. <laughs> you don't want to drown out those sounds. That's no you're right. Fun. Yeah, there's probably 200 people out there, and they all came with. They took the time to make the signs, and the, some of them are dressed like me. It's just oh, it's flattering. <laughs> Has anybody um, ever dressed like you for Halloween? Yeah, um, Ski, Ski Master this year. A fan. Oh yeah, someone did. Mm-hmm. Someone did dress oh, like wow. what my character in Ski Master, uh, which was actually me. <laughs> so, oh, it that. was just you playing yourself. A heightened version of oh. myself. Ah, uh huh. Is Ski Master coming back? Great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there is some buzz on the street. Ooh, um, buzz. So, yeah, some buzz, like on, buzz the on the street. Buzz on the street. So fine, won't you agree? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
friends, uh, we're not going to talk too much about sports today. No. Uh, because all you need to know right now, at this particular time in February, is that the Kansas Jayhawks are the greatest basketball team on earth. So, suck a dick. <laughs> and discussion closed. Isn't Tennessee really good this year? Don't know. <laughs> okay. I do know the Jayhawks beat them. Uh, moving on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we did. Oh, you did. Oh, we did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, um, no, the Jayhawks are... Um, well, they're unbelievable. They're like one of the greatest teams of all time. <laughs> and everybody everybody loves them. And that's all there is to that. Isn't so, Duke really good? I'm not familiar. Oh, okay. I know that oh, my boyfriend's team, Syracuse, beat Duke, and they were all pretty excited about there, that. I will say this. There is a, a player uh, for Duke. His, I think his last name is Williamson mm-hmm. or Williams. He's uh, number one on the jersey. He is a phenom. Zion. He is... Off the charts, crazy good. Mm-hmm. He's like 280 pounds, and he skies. He, he's like he's when he goes up, he's got so much ups. His he's literally looking down sometimes in the <laughs> cylinder. He, he goes above the rim. His eyes go above the yeah. rim. He almost hits his head on the rim. He and he's he's cat quick. He's and, six seven. Six seven, and he's like two eighty, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, two eighty five. He's a freshman. And he's fast, and he's—it's uh, unbelievable. This kid is scary good. But I heard that he's not even the best one on that Duke team. No. Like I know, no, that... he's got to be. He's I averaging mean, I... thirty points a game right now. Oh mm-hmm. God, that's all. That's yeah. for Duke. That's a freshman, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, I, I don't think he'll be in college basketball very long. No, none of those guys are in there. They're always They're there for a done. year. Yeah. yeah, one and done. Yeah, I mean. That's got to be kind of a problem with college basketball, right? Like, it is. is it a problem, or should they even have to go? Like, I don't know. Well, it seems to be the the. Yes, they do because they need time to mature. They do. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, and I'm not just talking about their game, which does mature as well. Mm-hmm. Their their ability to uh, have a you know be disciplined in their practice, be disciplined in learning the game. Yeah, you know, really learning the fundamentals on a, on a on a on a high level. They do need that. They need that year. I think they need two. But you know, they've determined that. Yeah, I think and they... and by the way, a lot of people don't. Kobe didn't play ball, college ball. You know, you can go straight to the pros. LeBron didn't, right? Yeah. So you, I mean, if you're if you're a phenom, you can go do those mm-hmm. things. But I do think it behooves uh, a player to get that. To learn an offense, to learn. Well, yeah, I think just to also mechanics. learn to like not be the maybe not be the best one on the team or even in the league, you know, like to Absolutely. play against other people who are just as good. I mean, in high school, you're just going to dominate yeah. in a small town, but you need to start playing against people who are great from all over the country, maybe right. even the world. That's mm-hmm. right. And most yeah. of those guys do play all year round. So they go to summer leagues, they go to like these mm-hmm. McDonald's puts on conferences, and mm-hmm. you know, they, and I get it, but. Yeah, I, it, it does bug me out a little bit in the college game when you have the one and done because it's you get this great player, but you know he's only there as a pit stop on his way to the pros. Yeah, but hey, what are you going to do? That's the, that's the way the things. Are you set excited up right for now. March Madness? Always excited for March Madness. Do it's, you go to Vegas for March Madness ever? I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a guarantee that I go every year. It just depends on work schedules and stuff. But yeah, March Madness is so much fun. It's so much fun. I've always been told that if you're going to have a vasectomy. Yeah. Um, is that what it's, uh, when you get your ball snipped and you <laughs> yes. shut down your plumbing? Yes. You're supposed to do it right before the tourney starts. Oh, yeah? Because you get it done and then you sit on the couch and you watch, you know, that first weekend of games. There's like, yes. what? what you Best know, weekend. They go from 64 to 16. So it's awesome. And, it's, and there's just nonstop games, you know, morning to night. So you get them snipped. 
You go in, uh, you sit on, you get two bags of uh, frozen peas, and you put them on your junk, and you sit there, and you, you cool mm-hmm. your bad boys, and you watch basketball all day. I was told that's what you're supposed to do. Is that what you're going to do when you get them? I'm not ever shutting down my pump. <laughs> you know, I heard that's the number one uh, surgery done on military bases. I get it. No, I mean I, I've, I've every time I, when I've gone to Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, we always have to go visit the hospitals, uh-huh. and I was like, what, like, what do you guys have to do the most? You know, like, what do you? Yeah. She's like, honestly, we do so many vasectomies. <laughs> she, and I was like, when they're coming in or when yeah. they're going out, and she's like, both. Yeah. Before they go home or right when they come home, they're like, no more. <laughs> and I'm it's, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? You know, it's paid for. Um, I have a deep seated fear of that whole process, everything. And I've talked to guys, I've talked to the whole, I've gone the gamut. Guys are like, it's, it's a walk in the park. It's nothing. It's easy. I've had other guys go, that's a hundred percent bullshit. You're going to (laughs) die. It's the closest I've ever come to death. I was in the tunnel. I was going towards the light. (laughs) No, they were not. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You guys have zero tolerance for pain. (laughs) I swear to God. Look, we shove a, another a watermelon sized human being out of our bodies, and you guys are like, mm, "Somebody touched my balls." <laughs> God, in a in an aggressive way with a scalpel. Come on, come on, you nothing. Have an, you're not awake. They're not doing. You're not. No, it's yes, not like you're, you're awake. <laughs> it's only a local anesthetic. You know how they give it to you? They don't rub it on. It's not topical. <laughs> they shoot it in with a needle. Oh, come on! Into your taint and your ball sack. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming in, in, in the danger zone with a needle. <laughs> You're out of your damn mind. Yes, it is. Every time we go to the doctor. <laughs> what? We, we, when girls go, they get stuff. Don't, I don't, no, I don't know. <laughs> Stop. We get scraped in there. We yeah. get scraped. Oh, right. fooey <laughs> You never had your taint scraped? Like, by a doctor? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Rob just threw his headphones and ran out of the <laughs> Surprise, Rob. We have a vasectomyologist here. Well, if I, if I ever go down that road, uh, it'll be full anesthesia. Uh-huh. Can we record a don't podcast Don't you think maybe you it? should just so you don't, you know, have an accident? Slip one past the go away? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be a dad again when you're like finally, like right when your kids are about to graduate high school. I met Tony Randall one time mm-hmm. and he was 72 years old and he was with his 30 year old wife and he had just had a baby. Oh. And I was like, Tony, <coughs> really? And he was like, I don't give a shit. Wow. <laughs> so my friend Theo Vaughn, who I was telling you about, like he, his dad was really old when he, his dad was like 72 as well when he was, uh, and he's like, so we didn't have a picture of my grandfather. We just had like a painting oh. <laughs> like, because they didn't have cameras in his grandfather. <laughs> he just had like an oil painting of my grandfather. <laughs> 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 like a drawing. Oh my God. Oh so uh, God. I hope you had on like a general's uniform was on a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's Probably. Yeah. The painting is carved on the side of Stone Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine? That'd be oh so my funny. God. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, listen. Listen. Uh, <laughs> this is when Rob changes yeah, the subject. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> but March Madness is awesome. Yeah, March Madness. And I do love it. And uh, I hope everybody else enjoys it. Um, Chandler. Chandler, what do you got for us today? Okay, um, so in Greensboro, North Carolina, a college student heard strange, no- 
strange noises, missing clothing, and unexpected handprints in her house. Wait, she heard missing clothing? Well, no, she, she heard, heard strange, strange noises. noises. Then she noticed she, there was clothes missing. Mm-hmm. And unexplained handprints. Ooh. Um, so she thought there was a ghost in her house, naturally. Um, sure, that's and, my first instinct. Yeah. yeah. Until this past weekend when she found out a man was in her closet and dressed in her clothes. <gasps> that's yeah. awful. No. Yes. No, 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 no. That's my vasectomy right there. Mm-hmm. That's my fear. That's a that's, that's a terrible thing because that's like a, a horror film yes. scary. Mm-hmm. That is next that's level next scary. level scary. So was this guy, did they apprehend him? Is he a psycho? Yeah, so apparently um, she was like, who's there? Because she heard something in her closet and thought maybe it was like an animal. And a guy said, oh, my name is Drew. And so she opened the door. And Why? Was, Run! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why did she <laughs> do that? the door? <laughs> what an ass. Call the cops, have them yeah. open Run, the door. Run, And she was a college student. Like, she was probably close to my age. No way I would open that door. Ugh. But he was. Kids are so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> scream and run! Don't open the door. Hi, my name is Drew. Oh, in that case, you sound lovely. Oh, well, let me open the door. Nice and see to meet what- you. Yeah. yeah. So she, I want to punch her. She uh, opened the door. He was wearing all of her clothes. Had a book bag full of her clothes. So she called her boyfriend for help. And while she waited, she tried to keep him distracted in the closet. Um, he asked her for a hug, and she said no. It was a thirty-year-old man. Oh, my God. So he's apparently been charged for, like, breaking and entering and stuff before in the past. So when the police arrested him, he's now in jail. They don't know how he got into the apartment because she has a roommate. So they both, like, there's no sign of, like, him breaking in. Um, did they change the locks, I hope? Like, I think maybe they did, a yeah. Key. Yeah, so they... Oh, so, oh, God damn it. That stuff makes me <laughs> that is, so mad. That's not even, that's not a turd award nominee. That's like a, I hope that guy that's uh, a be burns careful. in hell. Yeah. Oh, well, it okay, just so makes me, because look, that guy, yeah. like that stuff, those, I'm sorry, but I, I don't have any sympathy or empathy for those folks. I don't. You don't belong in society. You don't. You need to be separated and you need to go to jail mm-hmm. or to a mental hospital and you need to work your shit out and you're not allowed back into uh, mm-hmm. circulation with other people mm-hmm. until you can prove that you won't violate people's yeah. privacy. rights and privacy and their space and everything. I say just put them all on an island. And give I them would too. I don't want people to take that care stuff of just, just creeps me out. Put them out. on an island. That's that how creeps Australia me out on a whole started. other level. I, and I, <laughs> yeah. I'm usually an empathetic guy or sympathetic or whatever, but I, I don't get it. I don't like it at all. That stuff creeps me out. No. I get mad about that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, that just sounds like a Law and Order SVU episode. Yeah, that's like how it starts. So she's really lucky that he wasn't a violent person. Yeah, or had something evil on his mind, or you know, or yeah. some perverted on his mind. Listen. And by the way, if if I'm dad of Dingbat Central here, <laughs> she's out of school and yeah. back home for a semester of get your fucking head screwed on straight. Yeah. If there's a if you say is anybody in there and they go, oh, my name's Drew, you scream at the top of your lungs and you run as if you're being chased by a wolf. Yeah, that's it. And you don't stop running until you get to a police station. No, or I just don't understand why she would ever engage this person. Never engage crazy. No. Never engage crazy. You can never win. I, I just can't believe, like, the thing... I mean, 
especially nowadays, like now that there's so much out there about crime, like oh. I, I listen to so much true crime yeah. uh, on, like I watch it on TV and podcasts and stuff. And I always tell Chris, you know, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like studying. Uh, but that's, <laughs> but you know, your research, that's taking you're notes. You're totally on <laughs> the Daily Mail reading yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. But at the same time, it's like, I know now, like, what not to do, mm-hmm. like, when, when like, like there's this whole thing that there's a new uh, podcast about um, the uh, um, the Zodiac Killer in San Francisco and how he would tell, a, like, pull up next to a woman and be like, there's something wrong with your tire. Yeah. And then she would pull over and he would go get the tire iron and go to fix it. But really, he was just loosening the tire. Mm-hmm. So then... Then she would drive, and then the tire would fall off, and then he would give her a ride, and then he would murder her. And it's Jesus. like it's like this whole maniacal process that people get to trick you into. And That's it's like, like I don't help cripples because of Ted Bundy. Sorry, <laughs> not opening the door for you, lady with the no, broken arm. Not well, helping I, you. I, I will tell my daughter that too. I will say, trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you see if you if, mm-hmm. if you're looking at a guy in an elevator, mm-hmm. and you don't like it, it doesn't feel right, don't get on the elevator. I don't no. care if you... Don't worry about his feelings. No. Don't worry about like, oh, but he'll think I'm judging him. Yeah. Or, I don't give a shit. Fuck politeness. Yeah. Trust no. your instincts. If you don't like Mm-mm. the situation, avoid it. Well, that's like, too, I tell a lot of my girlfriends now with Tinder and all of these mm-hmm. dating apps is I, when I was dating, would never let the guy pick me up the no. first few weeks. No way. Or I don't want you to drop know where me I off live. No. Because I don't want you to know if I live alone or not. I don't want you to know if my roommate's home or not. Yep. I always leave a light on downstairs because I don't want you to know where I am. I get it. I'm always like, I'll meet you out. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Even when I would get it, when when I lived alone, my Uber address was, my pickup address was not my home address. Yes, that's the way I was. It was another house on the block. Mm -hmm. That's very smart. Like, no, no, no thanks. Very smart. Very smart. But, and it's sad that we have to live in a world like that, but these are the, it's, it's, it's better to be safe. Yeah. Anyway, but I hear that story. It makes me, actually makes me mad. No, you just be cautious. (laughs) Even if, if like a cop were to come to my door, I would get their badge number and I call the police mm-hmm. and I go, is this person a cop? Mm-hmm. No. I don't care if you flash a badge to me. Anybody can rent a fucking badge or steal one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No thanks. Yeah, and, and, and I've uh, same thing. I have uh, say that to, to people I care about. I'm like, do not, you know, if you get bumped, you know, oh, someone yeah. runs in the back of you or whatever, go to a, pull into a gas station. Yes. You know, do, you're not Somewhere just, with cameras somewhere, and bright lights. Absolutely. Right away. No absolutely. problem. All right, next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something more uplifting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't you see. have like a lady that throws poop at a yeah. Tim well, Hortons? <laughs> yeah, I have a, a monkey throws poop at celebrities. A flight attendant says an overweight passenger forced her to wipe his butt. Stop. No. I swear. No. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. Now, <laughs> you can't, nobody on earth can force anybody to wipe their butt. Yeah. First mm-hmm. of, yes. You can request, <laughs> yeah. but unless you got a gun. And you're saying, wipe my butt, which I'm sure he did not have on a plane. So, I, so I think it was a request was made to wipe. So um, the reports are an overweight passenger aboard a Taiwanese airline. Um, That's all. Asked... You can stop right there. <laughs> no wonder it was a re- This yeah. wasn't a request. It was probably. A, they have to do that. He forced flight attendants to remove his pants so he could use the toilet and then wipe his butt. And he apparently moaned. With pleasure when the lady finally did it. Um, He went to the restroom and uh, he asked her afterwards to wipe him and she said no. And then he got very angry and he was apparently over 440 pounds. 
Okay. That's what he's estimated to. He's like, I bought two tickets. You better wipe my ass for two ticket prices. Yeah, she... Uh, <laughs> it's your fault. This airplane food made me take a shit. Yeah, so he wouldn't leave. <laughs> Poor Rob. Well, I was about to vomit. <laughs> so you, you just ruined Rob's day with these two stories. I'm so fucking sad right now. <laughs> I feel lost. I really, I feel lost. I'm in humanity. I, I don't even Doesn't know. Doesn't this wake you want to get a vasectomy? I don't. Yes. Now I'm marching Finally. with pride and do it. I just don't understand the world. I don't understand why people are think they're entitled to anything that they think they're entitled to. Again, he should get punched in the face. Yeah. That's I a ch- I'll, I'll never, I the just face. don't understand it. I don't understand. And I also don't understand, you know, did, if I was the flight attendant, and, and I don't know, but I just feel like you, you, you're so justified in saying no. Yeah. And 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 if a supervisor came to you and go, did this passenger ask you to wipe your butt and you said no, I'd say yes. I said no. Yeah, I said no. I said no, and I'll say it again tomorrow, and I'll say it to your face right now. No. No. And like, why did why did she have why did she feel like she had to accommodate that? Uh, or he was it a he or a she that accommodated? It was a he. No, no, I'm talking about the, the oh, flight it was attendant. A she, it was a she. Yes, see, it was you a know, flight like, attendant. Why would you feel the need to accommodate also, that request? First of all, like I don't even like this. This is going to sound awful, but I don't even like the fact that the flight attendants are expected to to serve drinks. Like I'm like I've never had a waitress at a restaurant that can also save my fucking life. Right. Yeah. You know that's yeah. trained to no, like that's part of the deal. I understand that it's like I feel like we should have people on the plane who are there to. Uh, make sure that everything goes well and then you have servers on the plane like i just feel like there should be two separate jobs like not only are you a wait but well, it just i'll feels be honest like- with you nowadays with the as many psychos that lose their shit on a plane yeah. um you, you you know physical size but you need male flight attendants mm-hmm. yes because yes. you know these people lose their minds yeah. on flights and they start you know when you're 35,000 feet in the air and a guy, a big guy is drunk or starts, you know, saying threatening things. Tries to open that, the door. That's a bad fucking, that's bad yeah. news, you know. And you can't rely on the passengers to jump up and, and fight the fight. Mm-mm. You know, you're going to have to start stacking the deck. You're going to need, you're going to need big flight attendants. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. or just like train them all, even like train women in just like martial arts and self defense and whatever it is. Give them a taser. Yeah, give them a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> just a just a big needle full of whatever it was Dexter would give those people. Oh God! Just to make them pass out, you oh, know. Lord, oh, all this stuff is just <laughs> sickness. It's all sickness. This is the sickest humanity. Change the subject. Give me something else. Okay, have you ever heard of the House of Beef in Oakdale, California? Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Rob just slits his wrist. <laughs> no, tell me about the house of beef. <laughs> is it your address? Oh, my God. Well, a man, it's apparently a very nice restaurant, and a man in a nice suit came in and ordered a $56 steak and then put it in a napkin and left. Stole the, So he dined and dashed to this <gasps> really nice meal. Wow. Oh Another so... scumbag. Another scumbag. God damn it. Who goes into the house of beef and steals a steak? This is a family restaurant. You know, the other two stories are bad, but this is the worst. He took a basket of rolls, too, so. (laughs) 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 Well, I bet the suit, the nice suit, is a ploy. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's what he does. He's a turd. That's his game. He's a polished turd. turd. (laughs)
I hope they catch him. Follow that story, because if they catch that son of a gun, he's on the turn awards. <laughs> well, speaking of steak. Oh, boy. Um, in Connecticut, a 56-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly assaulting her neighbor, neighbor with a bottle of steak sauce. Um, apparently, around 3.30 a.m., officers responded to a report, uh, a report of an aggravated assault at a home. Um, the investigation revealed that Patricia Knotts was involved in a verbal dispute with her 55-year-old neighbor when it escalated into a physical confrontation and she threw a bottle of steak sauce at her neighbor's head. She was arrested and was held on a hundred, or no, a $1,500 bond. I get it. I get that. What, throwing steak sauce? Yeah, look, you're, your it's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Clearly. You're having a sober conversation <laughs> with your neighbor. Probably because the music was just right. <laughs> and she probably was like, sounds like you're having a great evening. Would you like some sauce for your steak? Because I'm assuming that's a little steak and wine. Mm-hmm. And here, maybe it'll taste better if it bounces off your head. <laughs> I've been or she it. insulted the steak. Yeah. It's like, how does that, like, what, like, I want to know what the conversation was. Like, why, what they were in a fight about. And why did she have steak sauce in her hand at three well, in the morning? That's what I'm saying. She must have just well, been complaining about the steak that she yeah. was being served. Lady X comes in, <laughs> drunk as a barrel full of monkeys, and she got the munchies. So she goes, I'm going to pan fry steak, god damn it. And she Ooh, pan yeah. fries the steak. Mm-hmm. And it's the smoke and the sizzle. And, and it stinks up the whole hallway, stinks up the whole neighborhood. And the neighbor came out and was like, you set off my fire alarm, and, and that smells like shit. You don't pan fry steak, you grill it. And she's like, she's got the steak sauce in her hand. She goes, fuck you, Betty. I've been dealing with your shit for weeks. That's why I'm drunk right now. And she chucks the steak sauce, and she instantly regretted it, not because it could have killed her, but because she didn't have any steak sauce for her steak after she threw it. That's what you think happened. No, no, I'm willing to bet uh, $2 million on it. Here's what I think happened. Uh, Lady X (laughs) comes into her house, and there's a guy in her closet dressed up in her clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I liked where this is going. Uh Uh Uh-huh. But she doesn't know, and then her daughter Mm -hmm. um, says... This guy's in my closet. His name is Drew. Yeah. And I'm. what should I do? And then her mom throws a bottle of steak sauce at her head and is like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Now both of us are in danger. Actually, I think your version might be <laughs> right. pretty good. Yeah, okay. your version might be right. right. Anyway. <laughs> Who cares? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they're uh, all dead. Pretty good. They're all dead. Pretty all dead. Pretty good. This is a pretty good story, guys. Um, So a lot of stuff's been happening in North Carolina. Apparently, North Carolina police raided a man's home on Friday over allegations that he was using his garage as an unlicensed strip club and bar. (laughs) What? That's a big garage. I like that. I think. I like that. I don't know. Maybe not. The homeowner said to authorities that they had made a mistake and that the poll is... In his self-described man cave, was simply used by his wife and daughter to exercise. But according to local officials, um, in they raided an illegal strip club in this home, and that he was calling it Buster's Strip Club. <laughs> Buster's. There was marijuana, <laughs> alcohol, and weapons in the in strip the, club. In this strip club, well, yes. then it really is a strip club. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, it's got all the ingredients. Yeah, I mean, guns, weed, and booze. <laughs> 
What Do else they you have need? Any strippers? Yeah, no. <laughs> his wife Still and daughter. Still waiting on that part. Oh God, his wife and daughter. Still waiting on that part. So far, I hadn't got any employees. Actually, but... I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit know, of this young right? individual who's like, I'm going to have a strip club in my. <laughs> I've heard of neighborhood bars, like guys that'll open a bar in their garage, and everybody, you know, everybody can walk yeah. down there and have a beer and a shot, mm-hmm. and you know, and then they can call it a party, but it's really a bar. Yeah. Yeah, and it's neighborhood, so you can walk home, and that's not uncommon. I so they just they just upped it a level to the yeah, add, capitalism. Add some boobs. My uh, my cousin Lance up in Northern California. And by the way, has North Carolina become the new Florida? I think possibly. Oh, okay, but go uh, ahead. It's Northern- pretty close. Yeah. So my cousin up in Northern California, um, their neighbor across the street, like the the parents uh, were going out of town, but their like teenage. Uh, son or daughter was staying at home and so they were like hey can you just like keep an eye on it you know on on our our kid like make sure he doesn't throw any crazy parties or whatever and my cousins were like yeah sure whatever well of course the kid throws this huge party but my (laughs) my cousin lance and his buddies were all in his garage drinking at the time because he has a, a keg and a tap in there and uh so they're pretty hammered and like all these kids start showing up in the neighborhood so instead of breaking up the party they started charging a cover so that, <laughs> and they started charging for parking so they're like if you don't want us to call the cops or your parents and so people were like the kids were just paying all this. pretty smart yeah actually smooth I operator <laughs> I, I kind of like, dig it I was like and so and then like my my his wife my cousin Joelle and all the other women that were inside they found out and they got so mad <laughs> broke up the whole <laughs> the whole process. <laughs> so they made all the men come inside, That's and then awesome. they told the kid that he had to break up his party. So the women totally intervened and like were party poopers. But <laughs> that's why you guys are always the better half of a couple. <laughs> that's what they say. Oh, this is my better half because you bring good. We deci- you, no, you bring good decision making to the party. <laughs> well, sometimes, yeah, rational, rational thinking or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's like just so funny, oh like that. That was their idea. But if they hadn't been hammered, they wouldn't have done that. But they were just like hammered, and they're like, they're like, well, we, we need more really, beer. Yeah, I don't even know how to call the cops right now, but <laughs> let's just make some money off of these kids. Were they in lawn chairs when they were doing this? <laughs> that would have been prime. Hey, kid. <laughs> That'd be ten, <laughs> and they're just making money off. Welcome like, to the real world. Yeah. Like some scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah, I made sixty bucks. <laughs> Hell yeah, we can buy Hell more yeah. beer for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Get one of, and then they pay. They pay one of these kids to go make a beer run for them. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all. You guys. You can, can drive, right? You can drive, right? Oh god, it's so great. Do uh, you have any uh, any other stories, or are there listener questions that we should answer? Whichever one you want. Well, what do you? You're the one that knows them all. All right. Well, um, they want to ask you guys how we get you a, to be a judge on Masked Singer Fox. They want you guys to be a judge on <laughs> that. And <laughs> your your fans, me and Riggle. Yeah. You want to? KJ wants to know. Start a uh, start a write-in campaign to Fox. Yeah, sure. Uh, unless you know do, somebody who works do on they the want, show, do we have to wear masks? Yeah. No, we just get to sit there and judge. Oh, I like judging people, period. Are you we talking about like when you're sitting at a Starbucks? Or are you talking yeah. about just, okay. You ever know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's comics, like that's kind of our job, right? Yeah. Like we just notice everything all the time. And like I was telling that, like I was trying to explain this to um, 
to Chris the other day because he was like wondering. I, I just really like living with someone just feel it's very new for me. And it just feels like you have just a spy at your house. And like now it's just this person who notices every fucking thing that I do. Yeah. And I'm apparently on, on your job. Here's all the all sounds the time. that I make. Yeah. yeah. And the, like that's how I found out I was watching way too much true crime. Because <laughs> he's like, you watch a lot of murder. And I was like, oh. Well, if you don't shut your mouth, yeah. you're going to be on it. Yeah, right? Well, I'm just trying to get on TV, you know? Uh, <laughs> but then I realized, like, we, like, I think as women, we're just natural detectives, you know? Like, I can literally come home and be like, did you take a shit with the door open? <laughs> and then you used hairspray to cover up the smell <laughs> instead of the room spray that I bought into the room. Like, yeah. That's so I just feel awesome. like that's kind of why I like it. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I think women are natural detectives. They can't help themselves. No. But I, that's why I mean when I say, like, I notice way too much. And I feel like, I don't, have you watched The Masked Singer? It's like everybody's favorite show. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've never watched it. Um, I love the, the judges, though. I like mm-hmm. Dr. Ken and uh, I, I like everybody. I mean, it, it looks, and it looks watchable. Uh, it, it's not, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't watched it yet. I've been stuck on glaciers and shit. <laughs> I just feel like. I mean, it's like I always see it trending on Twitter, like the unicorn is revealed. And I'm like, is this where we are? Is this where we are? And I'm like, it's like these talent shows have really like they're like, no longer do we are. Do we need to look for talent? We'll just take people who sort of might have a talent and make put a costume on them. I mean, I think the costume part is pretty cool, but that's about, I don't know. Celebrity Big Brother, that's the show you need to watch. See, I'm watching The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. We're really enjoying The Bachelor this season because I just love the cuckoo bananas that goes on. Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club house. Oh, my God. All this sounds awful. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Maybe The Bachelor not. I I, I like Chris Harrison. I think The Bachelor's probably pretty cool. Well, that's how I got uh, my boyfriend to start watching it because when we worked with Harrison at Big Slick, Chris was like, I feel like we should support Harrison. And I was like, yeah, babe, that's what we should do. We should really support him. He's a good dude. people love the People love The Bachelor. They do. Oh, they love it. My they, favorite. They obsess about it. I, you know, look. I, I get it. If you, it, the thing is, you have to start at the beginning of the season, and you have to allow yourself to to get on board. And then once you embrace it, then you get part of the journey. Well, you, you get you sucked become a, in. Yeah. And that apparently is the thing with the mass singer. Is like you're just you start trying to fit your your problem solving like skills as a human being. Just start mm-hmm. going into overdrive. And you're like, who is that? And yeah. then you just want to see who it is. Yeah. It's nobody, and it's nobody like super. It's like Joey Fatone, you know. Yeah. It's not like somebody. Terry Bradshaw was on it. Yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Was like yeah. the first. And that was like uh, during the playoffs or during like the regular yeah. season, or when he was sat out the last game. Yeah. And so everybody in Pittsburgh was like, "Oh, collectively, <laughs> like you got to be shitting me." You won't come to the game, but you'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it was recorded, obviously. Did you see that advance. Super Bowl commercial with all the guys? With that was such one a of the great. Most- it was one of the best commercials of the the whole hundred year anniversary of the NFL. Yes. So great! It was so fun to see them make, making fun of themselves. Even Goodell was making fun of himself. Like mm-hmm. they all were lighthearted and funny, and they all did a great job. Like they played their parts really well. Yeah, they. So that, I, I watched a behind the scenes thing on it today about yeah. how they filmed it. It was really fascinating. And athletic. Like, they were yeah. jumping over each other and flipping tables. They were doing it for real. Yeah. No stunt doubles. I was impressed. I I thought that was actually really, really cool. I guess it would be kind of hard to, like, need a stunt double when you are an NFL 
athlete. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say like some of those older retired players, like they don't. But I guess like Jim Brown was just sitting down. Yeah, and they, they didn't <laughs> make the seventy-two Dolphins do anything. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Like right, they, yeah. So I, I, yeah, the younger guys though, they were they were still jumping around. Yeah. But you got to remember, most of those guys' careers are over by thirty. Oh, yeah. So, you know, some of those guys, you're like, oh, they're only 35. Yeah. You know, and they're still supreme athletes. Well, we were talking about that with Gronk. It's like, is he going to retire or not? And I'm he's like, got why to. shouldn't he? He's got to. He's got he three just rings won the now, he's two ju- that he earned. He just, <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl. His arm looks robotic. Yeah. You know, he's lost a step. He's, he's, his body's been abused. Abused. It's time. You know, I, I couldn't think of a better time for him. No. He doesn't want to play anywhere else. No. And- the system ain't going to tolerate him much longer. No, but also, like, he, it's not like he needs, a, like, he already just lives off his endorsement money, so he has a ton of money saved up, and he's going to have a long career outside of football. I'm sure. Uh, you know, it's not like he's not going to do every single Barstool show out there. Yeah. And he's going to have a show, he already has a show on Nickelodeon, right? So he's mm-hmm. going to continue to do that. Like, there's no reason for him to continue to just tear up his body anymore. by the way on, on uh portnoy uh yeah. the guy for uh uh parstool uh, why was he being dragged out of parties and because why was he is first of all he's banned from media night he's not allowed to go and then he so put what on did a he disguise. do though how did he get himself banned from this stuff what because did i miss he's obnoxious and like asks crazy questions to um whether it be goodell or to any of the athletes and then they make us you know like they just is it questions meant to provoke? Yes. Uh, you know, and so he snuck in. He he made a false identification badge and wore a disguise and came in and then, like, to, like basically, like, grilled Todd Gurley on taking on taking the fall during that. I think it was against Pittsburgh or, or whatever game that was when the Rams – or, no, it was against Green Bay when the, the Rams were up. And so instead of going into the end zone, he fell down on, like, the five-yard line so that the Packers don't get the ball back. Yeah. And then, like, unselfish, Port- right? And then Portnoy lost forty thousand dollars on that, on that by not them not getting the over. And so he comes in and is like talking. So them. he's riding them about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then he asks Indomitable. So I didn't. Sue, I couldn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I didn't know what his offenses were. I didn't know what he did wrong. I just thought it was like this seems like he's the president of Barstool. Why shouldn't he be allowed to do this? Well, he also made. But I didn't know. Sh- I didn't know he was being obnoxious like that. Well, they made those shirts with the commissioner's face and the clown nose on it. Uh, so they're constantly. So I'm sure Goodell doesn't have no, much tolerance for him. No, they've, they're constantly badgering the NFL after um, any any time the Patriots uh, something goes against them. Something goes against them. They just <laughs> badger Goodell with it. So uh, so yeah. So no, they're not beloved by uh, NFL ownership. Oh, well, that or explains it. That, that explains yeah. it. Okay. Well, that's and, that's all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. So he I got kicked it. out, and then obviously the FBI pulled him aside because he made a false identification badge Ooh, yeah, when he was smart. already kicked out. That's not smart. Yeah. Yeah. You smart. don't want to get in that business. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. But, like, he's – I used to, like, love that guy. But, like, now I'm just kind of, like, over it. Yeah. It just be, it just becomes, like, a little too much. I'm like, well, now, like – Well, also, you know, I don't know. I know. It's hard. It's hard because it's, like, you make a career out of being against the system, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the system embraces you, and you make money off the system, and then it's, like, how do you, are you really can, – how can you be against the system anymore? Mm. It's kind of – it's a tough, you know, it's a double-edged sword. But – you know, he's still beloved. They're still beloved in New England and amongst Bob Kraft and all those guys. So they're fine. They're going to be fine. 
I know, but it is what so it funny. Is. I remember. Yeah. I remember the Daily Show went down and did a, a piece on the uh, Occupy Wall Street mm-hmm. group, and they were all down there just screaming at capitalism and screaming at the Wall Street and just go having a fit, you know. And then, like one of the correspondents said, eh, you know. Let me have your iPhones. Let me have your iPads. Yeah. And they all were like, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. like they love their life, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. F you, man. Yeah. You know, and then, okay, well, fork over all the, no, 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 mm-hmm. I want, no, no, this is mine. He goes, well, let's all put it in a collective. We'll just put them in this barrel. You can come by and grab and make calls. And, and they're like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I want my phone and mm-hmm. I want my, it's, it's mine. Like, it's all about me. Yeah. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? Right. Yeah. You don't anyway. want to share everything. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Give us one more. Um, Rude Bay asked, who is the comedian you recommend that is up and coming that I must see? Ooh. Actually, you would have your finger on the pulse of this much more than I would. I would for sure say Theo Vaughn. If you haven't seen Theo Vaughn, uh, Steve Simone, one of my favorites. Um, Earl Skakel. Love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also say Andrew Santino. If you haven't seen Andrew Santino. And Megan Gailey. She's uh, now, incredible. You'll help me out with this one, okay? Because I saw a comedian uh, probably last year, Hispanic with big hair. Felipe Esparza. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What do great. you think? What do you oh, think? Oh, he's great. Because I watched his set, and there was something very unique about his voice, and his storytelling was brutally honest. And I don't know. I just he kind won of last comic standing. Mm-hmm. Did he? Like five or six years ago, or something. So like I watched that. his. I watched his set, and I was like. Okay, I like I, mm-hmm. something about this guy just popped for me. Mm-hmm. So that would be my that would be the guy I would say check out. Wait, say his name again. Felipe Esparza. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought I thought he was special. Yeah, he's a he's he's really great. Now, if you want a deep cut, a deep track, deep cut, deep cut Chandler. Oh, true. Yeah, I think Chan. she's. I think she'll be. Oh, up I have and a coming. show in April. I'm doing a charity event. What? Where? Mm-hmm. Here in Burbank. Tell the people. I don't remember all the details right now, but it's. I'll have them next time. All it's right. coming up in two months. Okay. All right. Well, Chandler uh, is a uh, up and coming. She's just getting started in the biz, mm-hmm. but she's studying a little improv, doing a little stand up. Mm-hmm. I do shows at the UCB every week, so you'll be seeing more of that. So that's out in LA. <laughs> so uh, if you want a deep track, deep friend, track. deep cut. <laughs> I would say keep your eyes open for for Chan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Also, well, listen, this has been a uh, – oh, wait. I want to say Sarah Tiana, wish her a happy birthday this weekend. Oh, oh happy birthday. Thank you. Thank That's you, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, 35 I'm again? Alive. 35 again? Again and again alive. and again. Never stop. <laughs> Don't ever stop. Never stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, hey, happy birthday. Thank you. You do anything special? Um, Chris is taking me somewhere. I don't really oh, know where. Nice. Yeah, I don't know where. He's been watching a lot of murder shows. <laughs> yeah, so. so probably the desert to a, a shallow grave. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's going to hide in my closet. <laughs> my clothes. And that's how it happens. Yeah, that's how it happens. True love. Well, um, did you get my bottle of Metamucil that I sent you? <laughs> I'm sure it's in the mail. You know, you're not allowed to sell, send liquids through the mail. So It's powder. It's, it's powder for him. <laughs> It's powder form. <laughs> you can mix it into any drink you like. <laughs> thank you. You're so kind. Um, hey, uh, thank you for listening to Riggles Picks. Again, you know, we're in transition, so we really appreciate you sticking with us and resubscribing and whatever hoops you had to jump through. We're very gracious and are very uh, grateful uh, that you did that. And uh, please tell a friend because uh, we're going to we're going to keep this thing. Uh, we're going to keep it alive and keep it going. And we we are very grateful to you. 
Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Rob Riggle. And for Chandler and Big Dump Gary, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>